Good news, everybody. Reality Breached is nominated for Best Local Podcast in Best of Jackson 2018. Visit bestofjackson.com to cast your vote today. Thanks for listening to Reality Breached. Quick question. Did you like the Justice League movie? Well, Reality Breached did not. Uh, here's our episode deconstructing exactly what went wrong and trying to predict what DC is going to do going forward. Uh, it's me and Reed, so I hope you enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Reality Breached. I am your host, Sergio Lugo, as usual, uh, and and on the line, direct from the, the 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 town or city of Clinton, Mississippi. See, uh, we have the great, the mythic Reed Reed Walker. I think those are way too prestigious of adjectives to use against me. Oh, it is. It is. Um, okay. It's because you only have you have a single single syllable name. Oh. Like I see. Everyone calls you Reed because your name is Reed. Like if you had a name like Reed, 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 Reedopotamus or something, like I, I could then use your long name and it seemed more regal. You could call me Rodinsky. That sounds good. Uh, does it? Yeah, it's like my Polish name. I uh, I don't know if that, that's canon. I think it's can I can can I not just make it canon? I guess. Ooh, wait. I have the internet. What is read short for? Oh, nothing. It, it, <laughs> it's literally not short for anything. <laughs> yes, realistically, it's not short for anything. That's terrible. Uh, it's all right. Okay, well, um, I, I, this is the first time you've been on the show this season, I think, right? Uh, I don't keep up with that, so that's you. Of, of course. Of course you don't. Um, okay. I don't think so, though, no. We are here for a very special reason. Woo. Yeah. Uh, we are... We're doing a postmortem on Justice League. Are we doing it on Justice League or on DC as a whole? Um, Justice League, because Justice League is, like, it is the sum of... You know, it it is it is what comes out in the wash uh, mm-hmm. when when you make a bunch of shit movies. It's it's the red hat and the white in the white laundry. That, yes, yeah. No, 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 no. The Justice League is the pink laundry. Oh, it is the result. Yes, it is. It the is result. the pink laundry. Yeah. Okay. Now we're gonna have to figure out what the white laundry is and the red hat. <laughs> so my analogy sticks. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I say postmortem uh, because the movie's been out what three weeks now, three or four weeks, something like that. Yeah, almost a month. Uh, and what a postmortem is is, is an ex- by definition, it is an examination of a dead body to determine the cause of death. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, so the the movie has not been well received by any critics, uh, and it has not made the amount of money that DC. Uh, and Warner Brothers wishes it had made, um, and 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 postmortems are common 
in like Comic-Con panels. Uh, like if it's been a few years since a movie flopped, uh, the creators of the movie or some of the actors will get in a group and they'll get on stage and have a panel about, hey, what went wrong? How do we fuck this up? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, we're going to do that now. Here. <clears throat> three weeks after release. We're going to try to. Yeah, yeah. And and the reason I have you, Mr. Redinsky, yeah. Reditude. Ooh, I like Reditude. Oh. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> I'll think of something. Um, the reason I have you Reed, on the call... works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're the closest thing we have to uh, a DC fanboy. Clo- and that's using that very lightly still. I I I I I think you might be understating your fanboyism to DC. I, you know that yeah. If we put it in terms of fanboy, it's probably true. But like when it comes down to it, when you start scratching the surface, like it's like I like stuff, but I don't really have all the information to back it all up. It's not like I have a laundry list of comic book, DC comic books I've read. So okay, okay. I don't have the the comics background like a lot of people do who are fanboys. That is true. That's true. Uh, well, but it's all right. I still appreciate it. Let's see. To date, to date, Justice League has made domestically sixteen like million something. I'm saying uh, maybe this is something else. One hundred and ninety-seven million dollars. I wonder what this is. Domestic. Um, for like worldwide, it's at five sixty nine. Oh, okay. Which maybe the, I'm looking at Rotten Tomatoes and it says sixteen point six, but that's probably like this week or yeah, some shit like yeah, that. Something like that, uh, or it might be the weekend. Um, yeah, mm. domestically it's right under two hundred. Um, foreign it's three seventy one, putting its worldwide total it's five sixty nine. Um, to put that in perspective, I was um, just going to say that Wonder Woman. Made, let's see, how much Wonder Wonder Woman made eight hundred and twenty-one million worldwide. Oh, so three hundred million under yes. Wonder Woman. Yes, uh, and to date, it is the lowest grossing, um, the lo- the lowest grossing DC movie. That Ooh. means that means Wonder Woman, Ooh. BVS, Suicide Squad, and Man of Steel. Have all made more money, both domestically and internationally. Hold on, does that does that also include like Batman, Robin, Batman Forever? No, you no, said no, DC no. movies. No, I said DCU. Oh, DCU, which okay. I guess would be the DCEU because that's what we're right. calling it. Um, you know, I actually heard a funny thing that the DC themselves never called it that initially. What the DCEU? Like, mm-hmm. Like the media. Some form of media group or groups yeah. were the one that really put that tag on there. DC might have taken on to it now, but like I don't, I heard a funny thing saying that they never called it that. Wow. To start with, uh, I don't, I don't know. Um, but at some point, you have to name it. Well, sure, you know. sure. Like I said, I'm not saying they're not calling it that now, or they never picked up to it, but. I'm under the impression, and I never looked hard into what I when I when I saw that. But I was like, "Oh, that's that's really interesting. I should look that up." And never did. <laughs> uh, like they cited it then, but it's like you know you can't say that that's a hundred percent accurate. Yeah. Uh, well, y- your big team up movie, the one that you've been building towards, <sighs> is 
is supposed to be the good one. It's supposed to be the one that breaks all box office like records and really, you know, just puts your properties in the best light. Yeah, that's what you want. Uh, obviously, that didn't happen. Nope. So, so Reed, you've seen the movie. Mm-hmm. What is it? Let's just start off with complaints, because you know we can we can you know easily list the things that we liked because you know, but this isn't that. This is what went wrong, why it went wrong, and where they go going forward. So, what went wrong, Reed? Oh man, what went wrong? I we said this. I think we've talked about this, uh, saying this before, and both maybe felt like it was right. Like. I don't know that the movie itself did something wrong, did too many egregious things. I think it's really just a big – it's suffering from everything before it. They're having to follow this storyline that was made for it, that was – that they're having to band-aid fix things because of the previous movies and not as much – the movie itself, I I liked the movie enough. I, but you're you're paying for the sins of the past movies, like the way Superman is, the way Batman is, and then that they didn't introduce Flash, Cyborg, or Aquaman on their own. Right, right. So we don't have that attachment and like of those char- those three characters going into this where. You did for for like Avengers. Each one of those characters had their own movie and had their plenty of time to talk and show character, and you liked them going in. But now you're you're telling your and you're telling your movie audience just to like them, and you have like what twenty minutes collectively between the characters to show the audience to like them. Yeah, yeah. But and that's just I, I, oh. I, I do think you were onto something when you said that it pays for the sins of past movies, because mm-hmm. because like if you look at other ensemble movies, like uh, most specifically at Guardians of the Galaxy, like mm-hmm. in that movie they introduce what five six characters, yeah, and you just had to get to know them, like you didn't have a choice. Um, so right. w- to to say that they couldn't have done it, oh yeah, in, no, in, I don't mean that. Is, oh yeah, they could have. Yeah, um, and, and 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 I think t- to a point, they did. Like we, bo- yeah. you know, you left the movie and you know the characters of Flash, Cyborg, and Aquaman. You know who they are. You know their personalities. But that's about it. Yeah, and and I wonder how, like, what lens we should really look through on that. Like me and you know those characters anyway. We already came into that movie having an opinion. And so we could kind of unconsciously slap our own opinion onto the characters plus what they give us and come to a different conclusion than somebody who doesn't know them very well at all. Like they might just know Flash fast, Aquaman the water guy. (laughs) But, you know, especially for me, and I'd assume for you to a little lesser extent, we already go in having an idea of those characters. Yeah. To build off on. Yeah. And so... And, ah. but, but as you were saying, like Batman versus Superman is a bad movie. That's yeah. a bad movie. 
you know, the the the, the whole way they, they 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 killed off Superman, the whole way Doomsday uh, was was reborn out of some pool in a ship that happened to be from the previous movie. Like it, it's Man of Steel wasn't good. BVS was even worse. Yeah, Man of Steel is like okay. In in retrospect of watching it, it's, it's okay. It's, it's so dour. It it is it is, and I'm sure we'll get more into it later. But that's definitely a problem right there. Yeah. That entire dour tone is is a big problem to me. Yeah, it's it, like particularly for that character. Yeah, 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 and 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 I, they just seem like they wanted to carry that tone into Batman versus Superman, and when it did not pay off mhm uh, the the uh the complete like about face turn that they did to try to make justice league more jovial and playful and you know i guess entertaining mhm it, it it just seemed very ham-fisted yeah cuz even uh, I don't know why I just came to mind when saying that now. Like, even though they tried to make it funnier, it's still dark the whole time. Like, just just even coming from a visual perspective of it, like the entire movie is dark, and you but you want me to laugh at these comedic moments while there's all this dark apocalyptic potential crap going on. Yeah. It's a hard hard for me to laugh and when they're down in the sewers and just uh, I, I don't know. The, just the context that the whole thing is a dark movie, yeah, and that it's been playing off of it being dark from Man of Steel on, yeah, it, it is it is a it is a very big change between the two, and it's too little, too late. I I'm just go ahead and say this now instead of waiting for the right moment. I watched something where uh, Kevin Smith, uh, I think, is Batman on Fat Man, or is it the other way around? I forget fat, what it is. Fat Man on Batman. Okay. He he made a really good point that I liked, and I still may not have liked it ultimately, but I think it would have made more sense for everything had they just let Snyder do it. Just like I'm under the impression that Snyder had the movie done or pretty close to done, and then they put it on the chopping block and Joss Whedon came in behind and did a lot of different things, reshoots and all that, right? Uh, I think I, I would say you have about 75% of that right. Yeah, somewhere um, in that th- there was there was a significant amount of the movie that still needed to be finished. Okay. Uh, well, and 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 yes, there were a lot of reshoots, and Joss Whedon did change a lot of the tone of the film. Well, if it was possible, given what all happened, I would have rather. I think I would have rather seen Zack Snyder's complete version of what Justice League was going to be. Really? Give, given, given, like I said, I mean, I still like it. But at the same time, like he's he's set these tones, he's set these precedences, he's shown these characters being the way they are, and then you take Justice League and change it like they did, and 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 like we've said, they're paying for those past movies and the way they handled themselves, and it feels real weird to have them be happier, like Batman making that joke about his leg, like he tries to stand up or something, like no, nope, no, I can't do that, I can't walk, nope. Like it's supposed to be this humorous thing, but like we hadn't had them be funny like that. Yeah, yeah. They, these marvel, these marvelisms. Yeah, there, there's there's no there's no <clears throat> history of Batman cracking jokes. Mm-hmm. So 
I would rather, I, I think I would have rather seen Zack Snyder's complete vision of those and, from Man of Steel to this. And, and, and I'm sure there is a difference as to what it would have been. Uh, mm-hmm. how, however, I, I think the mandate to make it funnier came from way above Zack Snyder because the very oh, first, yeah, yeah, the sure. very first Justice League trailer back mm-hmm. when Zack Snyder was still 100% on board, there was a lot of humor in it. Mm-hmm. So while, yeah, it's pro- the, the movie he would have finished is probably a very different movie. I still think it would have had a lot of humor weaved into it because D- DC, you know, they were like, no, this has to be funny. Like if you look at Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman's a funny movie. Yeah, it's got it's got its plenty of little jokes in there for sure. Like it's a it's a solid fish out of water tale. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and it's just lucky that that movie has no precedence before it, so it doesn't have to cater to Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. So it can do that and get away with it and not feel weird. Yeah, yeah. Especially especially where it's set in time also. Yeah. And and, and, and just... But back, back to the whole tower. Like, pulling... Digging up Superman's grave. Mm-hmm. Carrying his casket to the, 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 the Kryptonian ship. And the same one, evidently. The, the same one that's been in all three movies. <laughs> like, all of that did not, none of that had to happen. No. They, they could have easily no. brought him back some other way. It, 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 it felt, it almost felt like they had to tie it directly into the previous movies for us to believe it. it yeah, that's probably. A way to put it for sure. I, I still think that room that they're doing it in is weird because it's like we're just introduced to that room when Lex Luthor makes Doomsday, and like no other way is that room. Like, what the fuck is that room? It's called it's called a plot device room. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I want the in universe answer explanation or something because it's like as far as I'm concerned, that room just flooded. Like that's all that is. I, I don't know. Like, is that, or is that water meant to be there? Is that is that how the room's supposed to be? Like, I don't, I don't even know what that shit is. Yeah, it's like a, it's a like a regeneration pool, right? I, I guess that's what sh- that's what it seems to sh- treat it as. I don't know. But like, uh, other than Luthor bringing him in there to do that, or, or well, I say that Luthor going in there on his own actually before he did Doomsday at all. It's like we're that's when we're introduced to that room, and it's just this. I don't know. It's just like these TV shows where they have these big sets, and these are this is where a lot of things happen all the time. But then all of a sudden, in in a season, they're like, "Oh, hey, here's this magical room we've never talked about until now when we needed it." <laughs> I'm like, "Fuck you, dude! Come on!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It's just such a morbid idea that I'm gonna I'm gonna handle this Superman body like. Mm-hmm. It's. It's like that's how you make zombies, bro. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's kind of gonna say that. It's like this is basically just saying we're just gonna electrify him back to life. That's it. Yeah. 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 I wish they'd. I wish he'd have just come back. I wish he. I wish when they were digging up his body, he just wasn't there. Like I I don't know. Like I, I would be. I would have been more 
pleased with some sort of rebirth related to one of the mother boxes or some other outside factor, some Kryptonian factor that, you know, almost like a, like a, a, a symbiote situation. Hmm. Like, like the, we, you know, we, we've said it a couple times. This movie is a slave to it, its previous movies and that whole that that whole thing, the whole bringing Superman back, is a giant flaw because of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying I could write a better movie, but I did. I, I was not happy with what was on screen. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm the same way. Especially when you make it a a video game sequence kind of thing. Yeah. For for whatever reason, like I don't really ever make that comparison too much because I just don't pay attention to it or I don't think of it. But that was definitely a video game sequence. It's like, so what if he missed that millisecond that he had to you know run and hit the water and all that? He just rinse repeat it, right? So why is it tense? <laughs> like we had we we weren't given any reason to think he couldn't just redo it. Well, because it wasn't the mother box would have destroyed Clark, right? <clears throat> I don't. E- I don't even know. I don't even remember if that's a thing or not. Maybe, maybe it would well, have. If, if the flash misses it, then what happens is the screen gets all blurry and it's like press A to continue, and then it reloads mm-hmm. the save prior to the jump. Yeah, it's like a telltale game. It's like You're, it's you didn't game. you didn't hit X at the right time, so you died, and we're just going to rinse repeat the scene. Yes. Oh so. God! Justice League, a telltale. <clears throat> Oh man, that's it. Could be that. It could yeah. be. <laughs> that's definitely weird. Yeah, yeah I, I, they, and you know, all these movies don't want to do what the comic books did, but they could have really drawn from it if they wanted to and just make, make it their own thing. Yeah. Heck, they could have dug up his body and brought it back, and or, or tried to bring it back, and it's not there, and he's in Smallville, right, just hanging out at Martha Kent's at his old house. And nobody's yeah. there because Martha's moved out because it's for sale and all that. But he's just kind of squatting there. So. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I think so, it would be more more valuable as like uh, you dig up Clark Kent, or you go to dig up Clark Kent. He's not there. It's because his body's already been stolen by someone, and mm. that someone has already brought him back to life a different way. And it's not the Clark Kent that everyone is, you know, in love with, but he does good things with you. And, you know, then the, then the next Justice League movie is the one where they figure out how to fix Clark. He's been fucked up for a movie and a half now. Mm. Yeah, maybe. So, yeah, I would definitely say that the, the, the movie just has its little – definitely some of those issues, like the way they talk about certain things, the way they showed us certain things like that. And I still feel the same way about the Aquaman kind of stuff like they just graze over that stuff so much and it just doesn't matter yeah. to the whole to the whole of the movie it matters toward that character but like you don't have enough time to talk about it you don't have enough time to make me care and you don't even i don't even think you need to talk about it like you, you look at uh guardians of the galaxy i feel like they kind of sum up you know i think guardians of the galaxy is a good example versus saying you know avengers because Avengers had a bunch of movies to do that all, right? Like they had all the characters have their own movies. So Guardians is probably a better comparison. And and they just kind of have like a couple lines of dialogue to explain the characters where they came from. And they're said very quickly, but 
that's all you need to know. It's like I'm a raccoon. That I'm this hodgepodge thing that got created. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and 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 like if you go back and rewatch the Avengers, like the first one, there's arguably too much like backstory in it. As as weird as that that is to say out loud, but like some of those Thor Loki scenes that were there mm-hmm. to explain who these characters are to people who didn't see Thor are a little <clears throat> uncomfortable in in Avengers. Yeah, I mean it is if you think about it, like not the only real big scenes I can remember in that movie were uh you know the end fight between the Chitari and the Avengers when they come together mm-hmm. and then the the battle on the airship. And that's kind of it. Like half the movie is just thing people talking and characters moving. Yeah. It's not definitely not too much action. It's actually a little bit of a drag at the start. It's a slow burn to a super awesome payoff. Yeah, yeah. But most importantly, it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Which which is really the final final goal. Um Sure. Now let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna dive into a bit more of an abstract idea, and I think it might be something that I might have brought up on a podcast before, uh, but I do want to dive much deeper into it. Uh, mm-hmm. And this is us going farther back. Okay. Okay. Like when did Man of Steel come out? Do we do we know that? What 2012? 2013. Something. Okay. Yeah, Man of Steel came out in 2013. Mm-hmm. P- picture it. Four years ago, Man of Steel mm-hmm. was coming out. Okay. Yep. This is this is this is where they started fucking up. Why? Why is Man of Steel bad? Before I get into saying that, I will say for that for that movie, dude, those trailers for that movie were hype shit to me. That shit was it was great. Well, you're a like this real guy. Of course they were. Well, like the if you remember, like that early trailer, like the first one or the first one of the first ones, it's not. It's nothing. It's implication. It's like this. I think it's Paul Kent talking over narrating, mm-hmm. and you just have like little kid Clark and and clothes hanging on clotheslines, and this kid just having a red cape on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's nothing. It's not showing me anything. Not really. No action scenes. No nothing. No grown-up Superman flying. It's just implying all this. And that was such a good trailer to that movie that we didn't actually get. Hmm. And, and and actually, like you describing that trailer, kind of is a chicken a chicken in the egg situation. Like if Clark is in his yard wearing a cape like a superhero. Who is the superhero that he is pretending to be? Because Superman is kind of yeah. the first he's, big superhero. Right. He he's the originator of I'm wearing a cape. Yeah. That that is a funny little paradox you could probably think of that you know, th- these kind of movies never give us an in world answer to in any way. <laughs> I grow up, I'm gonna be me. <laughs> Especially with somebody like Superman. Right? Like of all of a lot of characters, he's one of those characters where it's weird to you that's actually really funny to point all that out. Cause you could say any other cape wearing superhero does that has that same imagery shown for them. You could say, Oh well they they know about Superman. Yeah. But who the 
fuck do you? Who does he know? Who the fuck does Superman look up to? <laughs> right? Who who is this super figure to the? Well, I mean, is he looking at fucking Zorro? I don't know. Like Zorro's the only other dude I can think of with a cape. Is yeah. he looking up to him? I guess. Like I I have no idea. Yeah. Who who has a cape for him to look up to? How how are, how are we just now stumbling upon this weird paradox? Yeah. Any yeah. That is kind of a weird, funny. That's a funny thing to think about. Yeah. Um, um, but, but but aside but, from that, look, yeah. Why 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 is Man of Steel the way Man of Steel is? I I think well the way it is because Zack Snyder and his wanting to and and because of how successful the Dark Knight trilogy was and that they're just capitalizing on that. Thank you. I think. Thank you. Thank you. That's exactly <clears throat> the answer I was looking for. Like. They're they're going off the coattails of that and saw how successful that was, and in some way, I don't think that's wrong for them to do that. You know, in in theory, what they do with Superman at the start, where he's kind of wandering, kind of un- doesn't know what he's doing, doesn't know what he wants to do, all that kind of stuff, like that kind of works. I'm not saying they showed it properly, they did it right, but like that idea of Superman and this wanderlust is not a crazy thing because he. He, he's been human this whole time. He's quote unquote been human this whole time and then comes into his own of figuring out he's got powers. Like, I'm sure that's really confusing and you don't know what your, where your place is now that you realize you can, you know, throw a fucking car yeah, and yeah. jump 20 miles. And, and uh, I'm sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, well, Christopher Nolan, the director of the, you know, Dark Knight trilogy, is, is, was one of the main producers. On Man of Steel, right, right, yeah. So, yeah. so uh, DC saw the success that they had with the Dark Knight trilogy, and th- you know that is th- those are three of my favorite movies. So, it made sense for them to lean into it and say, "We can do this with Superman, right? We'll just call Chris Nolan and figure it out." Like it, it, it does make sense. I see where it makes sense, but at the same time, it, it doesn't. Like, and this to me has been the problem with the character from that movie on. That's not Superman. Like, he's not dark and gritty. That's not that character. That's why he and Batman don't get along. Sometimes, <laughs> like, like I said, you can show him pre-actual Superman be that way a bit because he's trying to figure out what he what he's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But like once he's Superman, once he puts that shit on and he's flying around saving cats out of trees and shit, like, no, you don't you get rid of that completely. Yeah. Like once he's figured out what his place is and he's supposed to be this symbol of hope and inspiration and all this kind of stuff, like you get rid of that. He that's not him. That's not that character. Yeah, yeah. Like like Su- Superman's internal conflict isn't are these people worth saving? Right, exactly. Su- Su- Superman's internal conflict is, why can't I save them all? Yeah, it could be that. I- I've always felt like his internal conflict was how to be, how to be himself, how to be human and himself and Kryptonian, and be as powerful as he is, and and not at the same time. Like th- those are all facets to me of his inner dialogue yeah his his personal struggles to fit it to 
figure it all out, to be a god amongst humans and all that kind of stuff, to you know, all that. I mean, that that's a good way to put that. It's like it's his conflict is not should I help people, right? That's never his question. That's never a question, right? 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 Well, not you know, once he's past the adolescence, you know. <laughs> uh, once he gets out of Smallville, the TV show, right? Specifically, yeah. Uh, so, with all that said, as much as I love the guy, this is Christopher Nolan's fault. Is it Christopher Nolan's fault? It's his fault. Like I, like he I made me... good movies. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And those good movies led to other people trying to make good mo- trying to make good movies in the same style, and they just don't have the talent or the drive or the ability or just mi- completely misunderstood the characters they were using. But they wouldn't have done it. Like the Justice League we what we watched last month would not be that movie if the Dark Knight trilogy did not exist. Hmm. If it didn't exist, yeah, like, that's interesting. Yeah, like the Dark Knight trilogy yeah. is never made. Mm-hmm. They're starting with Man of Steel. What type of movie do you think that is? Oh man, like, and I guess the the last DC movie would have been Superman Returns, right? Yeah. I don't know. Probably still they. I, like I don't think it would have been anywhere near what it is because of the Dark Knight trilogy, but it—you never know. It might have leaned into it a little, just like a one percenter, because you see they tried to, with what they did with Superman Returns, where they tried to go back to the roots, the Christopher Reeve stuff, and it was a very homagey movie to that to those old ones, and that didn't work. Right, right. So we have to do something different. And then, the, the, well, they struck out with a Green Lantern, which was 2011. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, we can't. And, and it's just not even in the same vein anyway. Yeah. But, like, it, but, even tonally. One, one, two, three, four, five, six. There were at least one, two, three, four, five Marvel movies out when they started pre-production on Man of Steel. That would be two Iron Man movies, Incredible Hulk, Thor, and Captain America, the first Avenger. Mm-hmm. I, you know, so we can move on to the next movie. I, I, will, I will say, like, the major issue with Man of Steel is they didn't make him be Superman. They did not show him being Superman, being the character he's always been. You know, they could have done pretty much everything else. Like, I'm saying everything else. <laughs> Just about. And... And all they needed to do was make him be this good character, this altruistic leaning character who shows he cares and wants to protect people and do for others that they can't do for themselves. Yeah. You know, and that's not to talk about the fucking Zod situation, Zod, him killing Zod situation, because fuck all that. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, all I was, the point that I was getting to was. They would, if if they're copying what is successful, mm-hmm. they would have copied the MCU. <clears throat> they would have made lighthearted films, and the Man of Steel would have been had laughs. It would have been lighthearted. It would have been more digestible. Mm-hmm. 
an, another thing that I, I want to talk about that um kind of came up because I just because I just watched Wonder Woman again, Wonder Woman again um, uh-huh. two two nights ago. Like Steppenwolf, I don't know much about that character outside of the the half ass you know backstory they gave in in, in Justice League, but okay. Steppenwolf did not seem any more powerful than Zod or uh, Ares. Yeah, he he doesn't seem which 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 he means, doesn't which means <clears throat> together we got Batman who is a mortal normal dude, the Flash who is not strong he's just fast, mm-hmm. Superman who's basically a god. Mm-hmm. Aquaman, who I don't know much about, just I just don't. But from what I understand, he's basically a god. He's kind of a god. I mean, he, just think of the standard fare of physical super superhero powers. Okay, like he's super strong, super durable, fat. You know all that crap. Um, so, uh, cyborg, who is. Mysterious. We don't know what the fuck he can do. He doesn't know what the fuck he can do. And mm-hmm. then we have Wonder Woman, who is actually a god. Mm-hmm. Okay? Why did it take all six of them? Yeah. To beat <laughs> Steppenwolf. Like, we, we probably really need to clarify in, in how we're going to answer some of these questions. So we don't... So one of us isn't meaning, like, an in-universe answer, and the other one is meaning it's, it's just the way the movie was written. Because... That's my answer right now. Is that's just how they want to write that bullshit. You're, and 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 the thing is, that is the only answer. It is because there's but no in-universe answer to it. There is he no just in-universe is. answer that like it is in direct contradiction to the movie Wonder Woman. Because watching Wonder Woman and seeing her personally defeat another god mm-hmm. completely invalidates the entire end of Justice League. It, it kind of invalidates. I say invalidates, but it just negates or does something to the end of Wonder Woman where she basically, you know, super blasts him and unlocks her potential or some crap and levels up at the end of Wonder Woman. And then somehow she can't she can't do none of it. She can't do none of that shit in in fucking Justice League. She's just super strong in combat combative. Yeah. And good yeah. in combat rather. Like as good like, of a movie as Wonder where's Woman this shit is. At? And that's a great fucking movie. Wonder Woman is a great movie. It's pretty good. But it kind of shot its wad. A little bit. Like, maybe. You can't put Wonder Woman into another movie without her having to be underpowered for the movie to happen. Yeah, it's, it's kind of true. And, and if, and it's kind of, I wonder if it says something too that really it doesn't seem like they can beat Steppenwolf until Superman's there. Right. And that is kind of bad. Like they could have just gone a different way. Steppenwolf shouldn't have been this unstoppable force, powerful character. It should have just been this. It should have just been this setup situation. Like they shouldn't have had a boss battle at the end of it. Like that's a little bit of their problem too. I think some weird boss battle scenario in their movies. Well, they can't. They can't just have a. They, they can't not have a boss battle. I'm not saying they can't fight people, but you're telling me the climax of of most of these movies is a boss battle? 
yeah, where it has to be. The, it doesn't have to be. They can just like they can have a scenario. Like here's one that I don't remember who said it, but it didn't originate from me. I know I didn't care for the ending as much for Wonder Woman. Like I felt like something was just funny about it, and I didn't. Something was off for it for me. I wish so badly that she didn't just battle Ares. She didn't f- go into this knockdown fight with him. He should have just been this sort of back back room player, this in the dark. Like she could maybe fight him a little bit, but he just puts it to her. Like you, you know, I can control men. I can control people's will, push them, lean them into being more aggressive. But that's just what men are. That's what humanity is. And there's no boss battle needed for that. You don't have to have her yeah. defeat Ares. She could have just defeated or tried – You know, now she realizes that's what she has to come back. Because in a lot of contexts, that's what Wonder Woman is. Like she's the this peace character. That was like some of her original – Intention was to go to, you know, go to the world of man and help combat aggression. So it's it's interesting that you say that because you're describing a better movie, right? But, but because it, let's let's rewrite the ending of Wonder Woman real quick. So instead of there being a big Hollywood ending where mm-hmm. she kills a god and then retires from super superheroing. Mm-hmm. Instead, you have a situation where Wonder Woman is hit with the realization that man is evil and that man is capable of the worst things ever. Mm-hmm. And there's no way she can change that. Right. She then has to look within herself to find meaning. Mm-hmm. And walking away from saving humanity the way she actually did would make more sense. Right. And and in all that time, she's trying to figure out how she's supposed to help mankind. Yeah. In, in a good, in a positive way. And she figures that out in justice league where, you know, you're supposed to, you know, you protect people. You're a hero. You do those standard superhero things, but you're here to teach people of, of not being aggressive of doing things a different way, of handling situations differently yeah. than Ares, you know, wants them to, uh, you know, what she him as a thing. Like that movie could have played out exactly as it did, except at the end when she gets to that air, I'm going to call it an airfield because I don't know what it was. It was an airfield. <sighs> okay. <laughs> she confronts the, the human guy and does all that. And then Ares appears. They could even have a, a fight for a minute. But all, but it's really just a backdrop to dialogue, where he's convincing her that man, man is bad and all these different things, and it's like no man has good and decency. I've seen it, you know. When you're controlling them, like no, this is just who they are. This is who some people are. Yeah. I'm not making them do anything. Maybe I'm influencing them a little bit. Or but, like, here, here's here's nukes. <clears throat> like yeah, I think he says in the movie, I gave them the weapons. They're the ones that use them. Right. Yeah, he he's just the gun manufacturer. He's not he's, making he's the, the choice. Tony Stark. <laughs> yes, he's the Tony Stark. Like I think that would have been so much more poignant than a boss battle for her I, I, for I her agree. character and as a movie. Look at you. Look at you. Yeah, you know, yeah. Hollywood writer and shit. Hollywood. Um, and 
You know, and, and I wouldn't put that on Superman as much. I don't think they all need to be that way, but you got to change it sometimes. You can't just have them just have a slugfest with somebody. That shit just didn't. That's stupid. Oh, well. The bad news is every movie in the DCU is going to have a slugfest in it, period. All of them. And that's like, that's cool because that, I, you know, I like that. I mean, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, the animated series, like, they definitely have plenty of those and they're cool. But I just don't think it should be the end point. It, should, it shouldn't be the period at the end of it every single time either. Yeah. And you know, you want to fight them through it? Cool. I got you. You got to fill up time. But. Yeah. And, and, and I know that we, uh, we name drop this, this movie as being the best example of not having a villain that you have to fight with, but Civil War is a really good example of how to do a civil or how to do a superhero movie without the big boss battle at the end. It is. That's a that's a really good point. There's not really like you can are you could maybe say Cap and Iron Man fighting each other as a boss battle, but it's it's not your it's definitely not your traditional get to the final level and fight the boss and win. Right. It's it's these good characters that are supposed to be friends and they get mad at each other. Yeah, yeah, and and that's why it's such a good movie. Mm-hmm. And and Zemo is not, you know, Zemo is the boss, but not really. No, no, he's he he, he is the man behind the curtain. Yeah, yeah, much more, way more that than he is the. You need to be. He, he's Doctor Wiley before you go fight him in the last level. Yeah. Okay. Well, with all that said, with all that said, let's say, wh- wh- where do they go from here? Where do they go from here? Dude, I don't know. I'd, I'd assume you'd know more about that than me. I feel like I heard that some of their movies have been canceled, right? Because of the lack of success from Justice League? No, no. That was that was my theory, is that they were going to oh, cancel some of them. So that's not an actual... No, no. It, you can't like you can't go a, a an entire news week without some sort of DC universe uh you know prediction popping into your news feed. Okay. Uh, it's it's still very up in the air as to where they go. Um Ben Affleck's future in the in the series is very much in question. Um Wonder Woman 2 is going to happen. We know that that's a thing. That's going to happen. Yeah, I heard Aquaman is supposed to happen too. Uh, Aquaman has like that is in post production. Mm-hmm. Okay that that is that is in development and in pre production or I'm sorry post production, which means they've already filmed it. It's it's ready to go. Oh. Um, according to let's see, according to Wikipedia, there's only like five movies or four more movies on the books. <laughs> Didn't they have like double that or some shit? Before? Yeah, like according Before to when, Box when Marvel Office Mojo, and both had their stuff lined out. According to Box Office Mojo, who keeps track of like announced dates that mm-hmm. uh, studios claim for like release, they're supposed to have another movie next summer, but there's no name for it, and it hasn't been filmed. Uh, they're supposed to have a movie the following summer that no name, nothing has been filmed. The only thing that has been filmed is Aquaman. After that, what's in pre-production is Shazam. Mm-hmm. I love that Dwayne Johnson is Black Adam, by the way. 
Is he, if I, I remember right. Still, I don't know if he's still Black Adam. I hope he is. That's yeah. great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dwayne Johnson announced his attachment to the pro- Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't remember who said this either. I feel like it probably was Kevin Smith again that said this. I think what they really should do is just, you know, they can come out with Aquaman and, and Wonder Woman, their movies that are already really close to being coming out and all, do what they got to do. But they need to hit that reset button with Flashpoint Paradox, with the Flashpoint. They need, like, do what DC does really good <laughs> every 10 years or whatever bullshit they do in, their con- in the comics and hit that reset button. Get that new 52 from, you know, fucking Flashpoint or, or an infinite... Uh, or Infinite Crisis, whatever they've ever done, where they just reset their universe. They have that right there. They have that in their pocket. like, And they need to just go ahead and use it. (laughs) Pull pull the (laughs) ripcord. Right. Like, you already jumped out the plane and you've you've done fucked up. Just pull the ripcord now. Yeah, yeah. And and make it easy for the rest of the time. Like, give give yourself a, a, a soft landing. Wow. Because they they need to reset what they've done. It's either that or it's going to be it's just uphill. I mean, it's uphill either way, but yeah. it yeah. feels like it's so much more uphill if they don't. The bad news is that Flashpoint is not anywhere on their calendar, right? Like it's it, like they've announced that that's what the story's going to be. They've announced that you know Ezra Miller's coming back. They've even announced some other stuff like who else is going to be in the movie, but. Mm-hmm. We don't know what year. Um, after after Shazam, we have Wonder Woman two in November of 2019, and then currently in quote unquote development is Cyborg and Green Lantern Corp. Core, hmm. which are 2020 movies. You know, to touch on something else real quick as a as a negative to Justice League, I think I told you this per, just talking. I, I wish Ezra Miller's character—they played up him being awkward a little too much. I really like. I don't hate it. It does. It's not like I'm taking one percent off the score because of it or something. But it's like it's just annoying to have him be that awkward. Like he's like awkward in the context of he he doesn't understand human interaction or doesn't have any friends. Like get the fuck out of here with all that. We don't. We don't need some super weirdo Flash. I don't even know what that. Where's that even from? I don't think that character's are, ever been that way. Are, are, are you are you are you saying that weirdos don't exist? They do exist, and but they're not. Weirdos can't be superheroes. They kinda, can. Like, uh, bigotry is that, Reed? They they can be, but that's not what this character's ever been in any way. Like he's. I'm not. You can have him be awkward. I think he was one step too awkward. So, so you're you saying can, you're saying a, a different portrayal of the character would be better than Ezra? I, I think what he did was fine. <laughs> what he did was fine. Oh my god, I'm so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, I just wish they reeled back. They they could have had him be this awkward character without, and it just felt like it was overly awkward. Maybe you unnecessarily. He could have still been awkward. That's fine. But it's just one step too far, I felt. Oh, man. I'm sorry that I, your joke didn't land with me. No, no, don't worry about it. I, I, I mean, 
I got it, but it's just not. I, it's, I'm not it that guy. It so. just isn't funny. <laughs> it's, it's not funny to me. <laughs> yeah, like looking at oh Jesus, there's so many movies that are supposedly in production. Mm-hmm. That it's hard to believe any of this shit is actually going to happen. Like Batgirl, The Batman, Black Adam, Flashpoint, Gotham City Sirens, Justice League Dark, Nightwing, Suicide Squad Two. Birds of Prey, Deadshot, Deathstroke, Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn and the Joker, Untitled Justice League sequel, Untitled Lobo film, and Man of Steel sequel. I I think that Justice League Dark one is kind of weird because so they came out you know they've got their animated movie line. That's literally the name of a movie in their in that lineup is Justice League Dark. Yeah, like it's. And, and and they've come out and said that some DC movies are going to be in the canon and some aren't. And blah blah blah. Like they have no idea what they're going to do moving go, moving forward. They have no clue. No, and and I don't. You know, I think you know more about this than me. But that that seems really odd that they're just we don't understand anything. Maybe this is kind of a new precedent that a movie that could have been so successful or had the the, the ambition to be and it wasn't, but still can be. You know, like the Maze Runners franchise or the Maze Runner movies were probably supposed to be big movies. I don't remember that they were or the Divergent movies, but they weren't. But no, like, who the fuck cares? It's not. It's not the same as DC with three or four of the most popular superheroes ever. Yeah, that like, failed. His, history tells us when you ha- when something is underwhelming, you blow it up and start over. Look at, yeah. at Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. It's, it's, they had they had announced literally four movies after Spider uh, the Amazing Spider Man two when the Amazing Spider Man two bombed <clears throat> blew it up and figured something else out. Mm-hmm. Um, d- you said Divergent, like they made three three Divergent movies, each one of them making less movie, money than the previous one. They blew it up and said, "Fuck it, the next one's going to be a made for TV movie." <laughs> And then from there, like I think the actors quit. Like I don't even know if the movie's getting made now because of it. Yeah, it it definitely seems like in other cases it's just cut and dry what happens. Where this, even almost a month out, it's still questionable. We still don't know. Yeah, I and and I can see DC being quiet for quite a while, at least until Comic Con next year, because they don't have anything to promote until next holiday season. Mm-hmm. That's when Aquaman comes out. I, I feel like that's going to be their last straw. That that could be people's last straw. Like if Aquaman doesn't uh, perform well. Yeah. Like I, I, I like I think we're guaranteed a Wonder Woman two because Probably. the first one was so well received, but. Mm-hmm. Like they have to pull the trigger on the sh- if the, if they want Shazam to come out in 2019, they're gonna have to pull the trigger on starting shooting very soon. Right. I mean, how long does it usually take to make a movie as a whole? Like a year, a year and a half. About a year. Yeah. And if they better better get on that shit then. Better get on that shit. <laughs> and if they're sh- if they're shooting for an April of 2019 release date, that means they got to start shooting around the spring of 2018. Mm-hmm. Shit, they probably need to start shooting now. Yeah, yeah. If it's April. Yeah, 
like they need to be getting locations and shit and you know making sure the cast is in line and when you click on the Shazam <laughs> when you click on the Shazam link in the DCEU Wikipedia page it does not even have its own page yet oh no yeah yeah they're boy DC is in disarray right now disarray comics ha <laughs> It well, sucks. It's so crazy. Yeah. Any final thoughts, Reed? Um, I hope moving forward with any of these characters that they actually, whether it be the ones we've already seen or the ones we could see, Aquaman, Shazam, all that. Dude, what I want to see them be is be heroic. I want to see them be heroes. I don't want to just be told that they are. I don't want to be told that they're on the good side. I want to see it. I want evidence that they are heroes. Okay. Because when I think about that was one thing I should have said sooner, but that's one thing about a lot of these, the DCU movies, they're not very heroic. It doesn't feel that way. Like Wonder Woman showed heroism. Like when she goes out into that battlefield, no man's land or whatever it was called, like that's super heroic. She's going out there to save those people and get those people out and, protect them the people in the bank or that building that was in justice league like that's very heroic she gets in front of those people and defends them like that's great the fuck did superman ever do that was heroic snap zod's neck so he wouldn't laser beam a family (laughs) i'm sure i'm sure there are some other sequences but they clearly aren't memorable enough to bring up so they really aren't like, I, and I really don't think there really is. And there's, so, and if there are, they're so small and negligible. I don't know what what Batman do that was heroic. He did some detectiving. I mean, that's cool, but that's not heroic. That's not being a hero. Yeah, you don't see him defending people. That's, I don't know. That's that's. that's... That's a, that's an interesting take that I, I haven't heard. So, you know, on point all episode, Reed. Yeah, rewrote yeah. Wonder Woman. You're uh, you're you're fixing the DCU. Like, <laughs> I, you need to call up Hollywood and tell them what to do. <laughs> like Batman telling Flash. You know what the most heroic thing Batman did was tell Flash to save one person. Which I I know, and you'll figure it out. About, I know we're not talking about the positive aspects of Justice League, but that was probably the best thing in the movie it it really like in terms of some dialogue it really was like isolate isolate that it was great that's something batman would say i could see him saying to somebody to a fresh hero you're new to this just save one person and you'll and go from there he didn't even say that he said yeah he didn't yeah Mm -hmm. you know the rest was the rest was implied I, I think I do think Ezra Miller asked him like then what he's like you'll know what to do or something like that I think but either way let's just say he didn't say it that's that's even better on Flash like it's great Batman says it and then say that's all he said just say one person Flash saves the one person and then Flash goes and saves more decides like you know what I'll, I'm gonna go save somebody else it's like oh I cool do that. yeah I'm gonna go save another like, person now save one per- by telling like, him save one person he's basically saying. Do it. You'll see that you can do it. Mm-hmm. And then you'll keep doing it. Like that's yeah. And that was heroic. So that much was that was very heroic of him. 
one sentence. One sentence. Mm-hmm. That was and that was really, really good. And that e- whole, even if that whole sequence. Even if the Flash chickens out after getting that one person, he was a hero to that one person. Mm-hmm. That one like, person is alive because of him. Pretty sure I'd be mad if he chickened out and didn't do it anymore. But sure, yes. Like that still is heroic. Yeah. That is an example of heroism. Yeah. Yeah. They need more of that. They need more they have some of the best heroes Arguably in best. comics. Arguably. And and I'm meaning heroes. Like Ar- people Ar- that are Arguably. That their sole purpose is to save people. I'm not saying that Captain America doesn't save people, Iron Man doesn't save people, but they're you know they're people themselves, and they have problems and they have issues and they have drama between each other, whatever. Superman is 100% there to save that guy who fell off a building, or who fell off a ladder. Yeah, that is his. That is what he is supposed to do. That is his character. Yeah, Ab- absolutely. You, you, you have so. hit the nail on the head. So that'll do it for Reality Breached. Yeah. Um, I, now that we've fixed DC, uh, you, you going to fix Star Wars with me in two weeks? Oh, I don't, what's wrong with Star Wars? <laughs> joking, I'm joking. The, the prequel's <laughs> already been done and gone. That's way too old to talk about. <laughs> I don't uh, I, I, Just to touch on that, man, I, I have a lot of hopes for this one. They they do. They do need to do this one kind of right so they don't get a, get shit like they did for Force Awakens, even though I don't didn't I didn't see the same shit for Force Awakens like other people did. People whine about the Force Awakens because it's cool to whine about things people like. <laughs> Like, there's nothing wrong with The Force Awakens. Sure, it's a lot like uh, A New Hope. A New Hope, yeah. So are every other movie. Every other movie is just like some other movie. Like, stop whining. We get it. You're a picky nerd. Shut up. You're going to go watch The Last Jedi, so just shut up. Yeah. It it is very much poised, though, to seem like it's its own story, though. And I, I think that, I think aside from the nerddom and being dumb like that about it, that is their core. They want their franchise that they love to be original or as original as it can be. That's what they want, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, they don't. They want to be contrarian. They want to complain about something <laughs> because no one because el- everyone else liked it. <laughs> so we're talking about the hipster nerds, not the real not the actual That's nerds. That's exactly what they are. Like oh, okay. the, the the American nerd has has morphed into this weird hipster. I like super. I like Star Wars before Star Wars was Star Wars. So shut up and enjoy the fucking movie, dickhole. <laughs> yeah, I guess. With that said, Rogue <laughs> One sucked. Okay, moving on. We will see you next time. Um, uh, do you want my two weeks now, or do you want it later? <laughs> If that's the comment you want to leave on. <laughs> uh, my name is Sergio. That is Reed. Thanks for listening to the Reality Breached. Cue the music. We're out. Don't, don't ignore me. <laughs>
Reality Breach. Unfocused. Unfiltered. Unusual. 